This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. What's going on, America? Welcome to uh, hopefully the last of uh, solitary confinement stuff here of the podcast. This episode is going to be different today. Uh, I don't want to talk about breaking news cycles. I, I, I don't. I don't want to talk about pressing headlines. Uh, I just. I really would like an opportunity to just talk to you, the listener. Um, to you, the people that have been here since day one, everything and <sighs> everyone that is still listening, I just really want an opportunity to speak to you today. And so I don't know if you can even call this episode a podcast episode. It's more going to be, uh, I don't know, a Diary, like a word diary, I guess, or or a dear diary. I, I have no idea. Um, I hope that you'll listen to this, and I hope that you'll let me get all the way through. I, I I told you guys on social media I've got a major announcement to make, and I do. Um, but I want to explain just everything. I want to explain everything. Um, before I talk to you guys about. After so much prayer, after so much time, energy, and thought, uh, I, and when I say time, I mean it, man. I am not a wait around kind of person. I am not a, uh, you know, drag my feet kind of individual. And and just ever since the end of the congressional run, I've just had this thing just tearing away at me. And I just, I've had a lot of time to process it. And well, <laughs> I say a lot of time, I've had as much time to process it as one that lives as busy of a life as I live can have to process things. And, and it's led me to um, some realizations. It's led me to some decisions. And, and I hope that you guys will, will hear me out through this episode. And, and I hope it does a couple of things. One, I hope that it explains a little bit more about me and my thought process and things, what I think, what I feel, how I've matured, how I've grown over the past, good Lord, almost eight years now. Eight years. Think about that. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about it in that regard, but almost eight years. And um, I hope that too, I hope that it encourages you. and empowers you if you are feeling these ways that I am going to talk about in this episode. Um, I hope that it inspires you to keep going and to keep pushing. Um, and three, if you're not feeling any of the things that I am 
talking about in this episode. I hope that it enlightens you and opens your eyes to see the things in people that may not be the most visual of things. And so as you know, by clicking on this episode, the title of this episode is Let's Talk About Mental Health, which is a very, very, very deep topic to talk about. Um, I, I feel like I should go ahead and preemptively say to you, I am not suicidal. <laughs> I, I am not depressed uh, or anything like that. But, 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 but I do struggle with things like many people do. And, and so this is going to be a very vulnerable episode. Um, I'm going to talk to you about a lot of things. And as I said, I hope you will stick around with me um, in this because I, I really think that it's going to be enlightening. I, I really, really hope that there is someone out there that needs to hear this today. And then at the very end, I'm going to tell you what my major announcement is. But And I know that sounds like a pitch to get you to listen to the whole episode, but that's because it is. Because if you don't listen to everything I have to say in the beginning, I don't think you're going to understand what I have to say at the end. And so anyway, I hope you guys stick around. I really think that this is going to be a powerful episode. So yeah, so I hope you'll stick around. But first, as you know, we got to get into a sponsor. In a world full of takers, Pure Talk wants to give you something. That's right. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, all takers, they all don't care about you. They, to be honest, they suck. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, gives you choices. Only pay for the data you need. That's how the average family saves over 75 bucks every single month. With Pure Talk, it's easy to find the right plan for you and your family. Unlimited talk, text, and choose from data plans from two gigs per month to unlimited with a mobile hotspot. All on America's most reliable 5G network. And here's something else Pure Talk is going to give you. This month, when you switch to Pure Talk, you pay for the first month, and then Pure Talk will give you month two for free. That's F-R-E-E, -E, free. So do this. Just go to puretalk.com, choose your plan, then enter the promo code GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, at checkout, and get your second month Free. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Graham and switch to my company, Pure Talk, today. Okay. All right. So let's get a couple things out of the way first. The mindset in which I'm coming to you today is a mindset that I feel like some people are going to be able to understand, but there's also some aspects to it that I realize that some of you aren't going to be able to understand. Um, first and foremost, I'm coming to you today um, a little bit not a little bit, a lot of bit, uh, torn and, and broken a bit, um, without giving any names and things away. I, um, long story, very, very, very short. In the past two months, I have had two friends, both in the veteran community, um, tragically, suddenly, tragically and abruptly, um, take their lives. And, I know. I know. It just got silent in the car. I, I know that. And it is an interesting, it's an interesting place to be it, because both of these, both of these individuals were on the outside. They were happy people. They were successful people. They were known people. They, they had accomplished so much in their military careers. They had accomplished so much 
outside of their military careers, very successful um, in the social media world, uh, in business, in family, and, and and all the above, and and especially the the most recent one. I mean, just just truly, truly heartbreaking and tragic things. And so, while I'm talking to you, I'm ta- this this has all been stirred up by this fact. Um, suicide is the tenth leading cause of death in America. I, I, you know, I, I've said it once. I've said it a million times. We don't have a gun problem in America. We have a mental health problem, and and there is there is a stigma around it, especially within the male um, demographic of things. It, it's viewed as a weakness, right? I mean, it is. I mean, we all say on the outside looking in, like you know, we're a more evolved society, and we understand that mental health is no different than. Than, than having cancer or things like that. But, but, but that's not really true. I mean, we still operate very much so in the, you know, hey, life sucks, suck it up, right? You know, and it does. I mean, the, there is a truth to that. You can go too far the other direction and go completely like, oh, mental health, mental health, mental health. Um, you can't go too far the other direction and then that's all you think about and then you never live your life at the same time. So there's a fine line there. And I think, I think our society plays a lot into that. I, I, I do. I think that, I guess I'll walk through some of the realizations that I've had over the past six, eight months while I've been thinking about all this stuff. I, I, I think that the, the culture that we live in today, I think Social media, although can be a powerful tool, more often than not, it is a negative tool. And what I've learned is that there's been a lot of studies. I was listening to a church sermon the other day, and there's been a lot of studies about the human psyche and and about how we operate. And there was a study done where they took a group of individuals um, in one group and in another group of individuals in another group. And they basically talked to them about the benefits and the risk of a surgery in group a, they presented it to them as, Hey, this operation has a 70%, um, uh, positive success rating. And in the other group, they presented it as, Hey, this operation has a 30% failure rate. Um, as you can imagine, Group A uh, unanimous, unanimously said, yes, we think the surgery is a good idea. But shockingly enough, even though it's the same information, just presented a different way, Group B that was presented with the negative side unanimously said, well, you know, I don't know about this surgery. Now, here is the most interesting part of this study they did. They went back to Group A the one that they did the positive side of it on. They went back to group A and they said, well, you know, I know that we just told you it has a 70% success rate, but what if we also told you that it has a 30% uh, failure rate? And shockingly, a large majority of the people changed their minds. They said, well, uh, you know, I don't really know about the surgery anymore. They do the exact opposite thing with the second group where they did the negative. They go in and say, hey, hey, I know that we said that this has a 30% failure rate, but what if we told you there's also a 70% success rate with this surgery? And the shocking thing was it had little to no effect 
of their decision that they think that it is a bad surgery. So what did we learn from that study? Well, we learned that negative emotions, negative impact has a far more lasting effect. It is so much harder to overcome negative than it is positive. And it's so much easier to corrupt a positive with a negative than it is to uh, change a negative from a positive. It's a very interesting study. Um, and, and it just really got me thinking a lot about the what we live in in today's society. Now, I know that I put this persona up that I don't care about things and what people say. And, and for the most part, I don't. I realize that the hateful things that people say online and the vitriol responses and the death threats against me and my family. And I realize a lot of these people are just, you know, just sad individuals themselves. And, but (laughs) it really does have some effect. And for example, Think about your own social media accounts right now. My, my, mine are bad examples because it's on such a m- massive scale at this point. It's hard to, you know, to, to kind of understand it. So, so let's just take a post that you make. Let's say it gets, I don't know, 300 likes or whatever. The majority of people, if your photo gets 300 likes, that's like a big deal to, to the majority of people. Let's say it gets 20 comments, right? Again, the majority of individuals, if you got 300 likes and 20 comments on a photo, you would be like, or a video, you'd be like, wow, that's a, you know, that that's crazy, right? Let's say out of those 20 comments, 19 of those comments were positive. Oh, you're great. Oh, beautiful photo. Oh, amazing message that you tried to put out there. But one of those comments were negative. Will we find that that experiment about the surgery with group A and group B remains true because what you will think about and what you will obsess about and oftentimes what you will get into an argument about on the internet is that one negative comment. You got 99% positive feedback, but you will focus and zero in on that negative one because unfortunately that is what drives society today. The negative. No one really cares about the positive. Not really. Case in point for Mother's Day. I'll I'll never forget it. This stood out so plainly for me on Mother's Day. All of the posts about Roe v. Wade, viral everywhere. All of the posts about uh, men can't be women um, and real women should be celebrated viral goes everywhere. A post about my wife being an actual woman who is a mother, an amazing mother, an amazing wife does nothing. Nothing. Because the truth is people don't care. That is the world that we live in. It's the society in which we find ourselves today. Negative makes the world go round. And so those are some just basic things that I've found here lately. And, 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 and I found myself with this perplexity where I had to start thinking to myself, although I still truly and fundamentally believe in everything that I say and everything I do, 
there comes a point where, and we talk about this at the office a lot. Do we talk about that because we have something to offer or do we talk about, or, or are we only talking about it because we know it will perform well and we know it will do well and we got a business to run. And that has really, really, really started to mess with me. It just really has. It it really, really, really has started to mess with me. And, And so next I want to talk to you about me. The real me. I would argue to say that the tone in which I'm speaking to you right now, the, the, the cadence in which I'm speaking to you right now, this is the real me. Anybody who actually knows me knows that this is, this is, this is Graham. This is what I sound like. This is what I talk like. This is how I communicate. This is, these are, this is how I have actual conversations. Healthy Cell is the next generation of dietary supplements. If you take supplements in pill form now, it is time to change. Studies show that you don't absorb the most nutrients in pills. Not to mention, they can be hard to swallow. And let's face it, vitamins you can't absorb are a waste of money. That's why doctors and nutritionists created Healthy Cell, a great tasting ingestible gel with 165% more absorption then pills. Look, I was sick recently, got the China flu and all of my kids as well. This stuff was amazing in helping us get back on the right track. Listen to me. You want a multivitamin that does the job right and it tastes great. It's super easy with their little packs. You squirt it in there. It absorbs 165% better. You want Healthy Cell. All you have to do is visit HealthyCell.com slash ground. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L.com and use the code GRAM for 20% off your first order. Go to HealthyCell.com slash GRAM now. And so eight years ago, I was a 28-year-old. I mean, I had three kids, but I was still a kid myself. I was 28 years old. I was active duty in the army and 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 on a recruiting tour and and I was just trying to figure out a way because I knew that there was something else that I was supposed to be doing. I, I did. I knew that. I knew it. I felt it deep in my soul. And I've talked about it on the podcast so much about when God puts something on your heart, you gotta do it. You gotta jump in. You gotta go full, full steam ahead. You just gotta jump in. And so I started trying all these different things, all these different things on, on social media and whatnot to try to figure out what it was that I was supposed to do. And although 98% of the time, I'm normally the quietest person in the room, I have always had this tendency when something would really, really get to me, go on a tangent or go on a rant, or as Alyssa would call it, lecturing people. Um, and as my friends would call it a rant, right? And I found myself to be kind of funny, kind of humorous, I guess. Some of you may disagree with that, but you know, I, I, I figured out and I made a video, um, ranting, right? Becoming this character that was this ranting. And wouldn't you know it that the part of me that is 
10% of what well, actually, I don't even know if it's 10%. The part of me that's 8% of who I actually am as a person, that 8% is what the entire country and even some parts of the world latched onto. Either love it or hate it, that 8% of who I am as a person is what everyone latched onto. Now, it's not fake. It's real. I mean, that is a part of who I am, but it is such a small part of who I am. And then fast forward eight years later, I have a question for you, an honest question. What would you do if a hundred percent of your time, a hundred percent of your effort, and a hundred percent of the mechanism of the monster that has been created, people's jobs are on the line, how they feed their families are on the line. Um, you know, fighting for causes are on the line. What would you do if a hundred percent of who, a hundred percent of everything you do and, or a hundred percent of everything of how you provide for not only your family, but other people's families is 100% focused around 8% of who you are. It does. It starts to, it starts to mess with you. It, it, it really, it really does. It, it starts to mess with you. What do you do when all of this started off with you speaking about what you wanted to speak about versus now you speak because you have to speak? What do you do when before you were able to pick and choose what you talked about because you were to say, well, you know, I really don't, I really don't think that that needs to be you know, accelerated anymore, or I don't think that that needs to be um, pushed any further. I think I want to stay out of that one. And now you have to. What do you do when you've gone so far down the rabbit hole that you've seen all of these things that you can't unsee? We've talked about this at, at length and at depth. I, I don't need to I don't need to beat that drum again. All of you know, all of you have heard. There are things to this day that I'll probably take to my grave that I can't tell that I've seen and I've heard that I've witnessed. Excuse me, I got to take a sip of water. <coughs> what do you do? When you've seen the evil for what it is, what, what, what do you do? And especially what do you do when everyone loves this tiny, 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 tiny part of who you are, but nobody really knows the whole or the majority of who you are. And so I made a post on Facebook today and basically just said the truth. I'm tired. Today, I'm tired. I, today is one of those days, and I hope that this speaks to someone that is listening, because I know that there are people out there, maybe not on the same level as me or whatnot, but you feel these exact same things. I'm tired. I am. I'm tired. Today, right this second, I am tired. I'm burnout. I'm tired. Today, right now, I don't want to be Graham Allen anymore. Today, today, I don't want 
to have to speak to millions of people. No offense. I love you guys and I appreciate you listening, but just, I'm just, I'm being honest with you here today. I don't want to be responsible for multiple businesses. I don't want to be responsible for having to provide income to pay people's paychecks so they can feed their families. I don't want to be anything but Graham, not Graham Allen. I want to be Graham. I want to be able to hunt with my children. I want to be able to enjoy a football game without having to worry if I'm missing something that is going to be cataclysmic to uh, what I'm doing uh, in work. I, 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 I'm tired of having to constantly fight to be first on what is going on. And, and, uh, you know, there's a famous Denzel Washington clip that says, you know, what a responsibility we have, what a responsibility we have. Um, and I guess you could put me in the world of journalism, what a responsibility we have to be right instead of being first. You know, all of this was formed by wanting to say the things that everybody wants to say, but they just can't. Real Americans say what real Americans want to say, but they feel like they can't. And, and again, I, I'm not ashamed of anything that has been done. I'm, I'm just talking to you that it has turned into something bigger than I ever thought that it could be. The last time we went through a recession, there were stocks that literally went to zero. Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, Chrysler, multiple blue chip stocks went to little or no value almost overnight. Could that happen again? And if it did, are your savings protected? Why not own something that has never been valued at zero? Gold. Yeah, G-O-L-D. Gold. Historically, it's your best edge against inflation, which is rising like a hockey stick as we speak. The savviest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling dollar. Do you? Birch Gold Group helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. In fact, if you have a 401k or an IRA that's underperforming, or you simply have some savings that you want to maintain the value that you have worked so hard to save, you just need to text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and convert that IRA into a precious metals right now. Text Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now to get a free information kit with no strings attached. Free information is vital information. So what are you waiting for? Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. So what am I getting at here? What I'm getting at is it's okay to be tired. It's okay to be burnt out. It's okay to feel lonely because that's another thing that I've had to come to grips with. I, I, I'm, I'm a lonely guy. I am. Now, context to that, I'm not lonely in the sense of I, I do. I have a beautiful wife. I have beautiful children that love and care about me. And, and, and I am blessed to have that. And I do not take that for granted. Um, however, and I think all of us have this struggle as well. There is something about 
just needing more than just that sometimes because it's it's lonely. All this stuff is lonely. You know, they, they, they always say this phrase, it's lonely at the top. Well, I think that's kind of an arrogant thing to say, but it is not not true. It is lonely. People treat you different. I, I, I have problems making friends um, because you never really know if somebody really wants to be your friend or are they trying to get you uh, for a New York Times article or are they just only interested in you because of the influence that you have? Um, or are they only hanging out with you because you pay for everything? Um, how many people would show up to my birthday if I didn't pay for everything for my own birthday? You know what I mean? Like, like these are questions that go around in my head all the time. And I would imagine that many of you deal with the same things. And that's why I think it's very important that we put our faith and we put our time, our energy and effort into our families, but more important and specifically first into our relationship with God. Because all of these things are going to fall apart. Everything, everybody's going to fail you, even your family, even your husband or your wife or your children or whatnot. Everyone's going to let you down constantly. And we have to put our faith in someone who will not. So what does all this mean? I guess what all this means is I have been doing a lot of thinking lately and I want to tell you guys first where I'm at, what I'm thinking, and I hope that you guys will hear me and not just get upset with me when I say what it is I'm going to say. All of this we see it every day. Our government is, is out of control. And, and, and I've been very honest with you guys. Again, I don't know if it can be saved. I really don't. I, I, I believe that Jesus is the answer. Only God can save this country. And this country can only be saved by God within the local communities, within the local churches. Changing the hearts and the souls of your communities for Jesus is the only way that this thing turns out any different than the dumpster fire, just nuclear missile that it's headed down. One person cannot change the government. Just can't. Mike Lindell today was just, or yesterday was just raided by the FBI. Just literally showed up at a Hardee's that he was eating at, literally served him with a warrant or whatever it was and took his phone away. Like, like we live in a, in, in a time where things are getting worse, not better. And so it's led me to thinking about my friends that have decided to take their own lives and the tragedy of that loss, thinking about all the time that I've lost with my own children, thinking about all of the things that are going on and thinking about all the places that I've been and everything that I've done and continue to do, thinking about all of it, it's led me to a decision. And that decision is this. <laughs> Man, this is a lot harder to say than I thought it was going to be. I am, like I said, this is year eight. I am 
I'm not putting in my two weeks notice. I, I'm putting in my two year notice. I am going to continue to give this my all, to give it everything I've got, to fight and be everything that you guys have expected from me until the 2024 election is over. And we'll see how that turns out. But after that, I'm done. It's time to start making a plan. It's time to start making a path to figuring out how to go back more towards being a normal contributing member of society. Now, before you completely panic, am I saying that I am going to stop speaking? No, no, I I don't think that I will ever be able to stop speaking. But what I am saying to you is this business, this machine, this Graham Allen media, this, 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 this news uh, and media empire that has been built. What I am saying to you is that I am giving that two more years before I walk away from that. Because just like I believe that government officials should not be in those positions for forever, term limits, et cetera, I believe the same things for people like me. There comes a point where we aren't the same people anymore. I don't know how much a gallon of gas is. I don't. I, I, I don't think about it when, it when I swipe my card. I don't know how much a gallon of milk is. I, I, don't, I don't know or, or remember what it's like to, I mean, I do remember, but it's been so long since I've lived paycheck to paycheck. Who, who am I really these days to be the voice for the everyday American anymore? And I think being aware of that is, is very important. And, and I think having the foresight to understand that is very important as well. And I think it's time to move on. And I, I don't know if you guys are getting kind of emotional like I am, but I'm, I mean, it is, uh, this is, this is hard for me to say. Because I have dedicated so much, man, so, 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 so much time, so much energy, so much effort, so much sickness, so much, my body has broken down mentally. I am not the same. I, I, I take anxiety medication now. Like, I mean, it has taken such a toll on me. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, I have given so much to this, to other people, to, to, to people that honestly probably should have been fired a long time ago that never appreciated anything, to people that are still with me today because they believe in all this stuff too. I mean, it's hard. It, this is a hard statement to make, but, but I believe it, it is a necessary one and it is a truthful one and and i believe that it needs to be said two years well two years and three months two years i'm going to continue to be 
Graham Allen. And we're going to fight and we're going to give it everything we've got. And I'm going to be all over the country and I'm going to be at every rally and I'm going to be at every district and I'm going to do every single thing I can to expose the corruption, to expose the lies, to fight for this country and try to win this country back. But I'm also going to focus more on the spiritual side of it as well. I'm also going to focus more on being a better Christian. I'm also going to focus more on having better relationship with God. I'm also going to focus more on spreading the good news to people. I'm going to focus more on being Graham again. Because by the time I leave, it will be 10 years, 10 years of doing this. And I just don't think that anyone should have the microphone all the time for that long. Now, maybe God will speak to me or whatnot and change my mind a, a year and a half from now. I, I don't know. But as it stands right now, that is my decision. That is where I'm at. And I really hope that you guys understand that. And, and, and I really hope that this encourages you more than it may discourage you. Because I believe that you should go after your dreams. I believe that you should push and that you should go against the grain and you should fight against it. But just like I have said a million times, you cannot go to DC and be there for forever because there comes a point when you are no longer a real American representing real Americans, and no one can be a fighter for forever. Eventually, you break. It's just the truth. And again, I'm never going to stop talking. The pages aren't going to go anywhere. I may still do the show. I haven't decided on that yet. But I don't think I'm going to do the show three, four days a week anymore. I'm not talking about disappearing completely. What I'm talking about is becoming Graham again. I will speak when I feel like there's something to say. Not because I have to say it. And I hope that those words mean something to you and it gives you some kind of assurance and clarity that I will forever until my dying day speak out against what is wrong. But the machine that has been created, it's got two years. I made a promise to a lot of people that I would fight through the 2024 election. And that's a promise that I intend to keep. And that is my vow to you, the listener, that I am going to give it my all. But my big announcement is simply this. Graham Allen, the company, Graham Allen, the machine, Graham Allen, the media empire, all of this other stuff, however you want to define it, that has two years. Now, some of you may be asking, what are you going to do, Graham? <laughs> I have no idea. None. No clue. Zero. No idea. 
Maybe I'll go be a cop and still have my platform, still have the charities, still have the ability to help people. But maybe it's time to actually go be a member of society again. I don't know. Maybe I'll run for, 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 for a state seat here in my district. Maybe I'll run for mayor I, here in, in my community. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know the answers to that. Maybe we'll start. I, I don't know. I, that I'm not re- ready to divulge yet because I don't have the answers to that. But I just wanted to be honest with you guys about where I am where I've come from, the fact that I struggle too with mental health and sometimes the demons are louder in my head than normal and sometimes I feel alone and sometimes I feel defeated and sometimes I feel tired and that's okay. And I felt that you, my most avid listeners, deserved to hear it from me first. So, if you are struggling mental health, if you're struggling with thoughts of being alone, if you're struggling with thoughts of purpose, if you're struggling at all, please take this episode and listen to my words when I say call somebody, talk to somebody. You guys are my therapy just as much as I hope that I'm yours. I love you guys. I don't know if I've ever said those words, which is very sad, actually, but I do. I love you guys. But I think it's time for me to be Graham again. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to disappear 100%, but I mean the, the, the machine of all of this stuff. I just fundamentally do not believe that people are supposed to be in this position of influence and power, well, not power, but influence for this long. By the end of the election, it will be 10 years. And I want to get back to speaking about what I feel needs to be said instead of what I have to say. So this is me officially putting in my two-year notice to you guys. <laughs> and I hope, I hope that you understand that. And I hope that you know that I'm not going away completely because I don't think that I ever could go away completely. But I do think that it's time to start getting ready to be a normal member of society again. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, next episode, will be back to normal. Uh, and everything will be as it was for the next two years. You'll never, you'll never hear about this again. This is the announcement. I'm going to do everything I can, just like I always do. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for letting me pour out my heart. Thank you guys for being with me on this journey. Please. Let me know what you think. Email me, Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, at dear, D-E-A-R, americamedia.com. I would love to know your thoughts. Email me, Graham, at dearamericamedia.com. God bless you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you again later. <laughs>